Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. Take 10 minutes out of the day and walk in nature and pay attention to what's directly in front of you, of course. With me, Rachel Wheelie, a comedian, a human in the world, walking around Tooting Gardens because it's Thursday. Uh, in Tooting, SW17, rather than 19, behind the hospital in which the university that I work at is based. Welcome along to a series 27, episode 9, in which I'm going to be paying attention to what's directly in front of me, talking about a few more points that I've discovered about the four-day work week, which is our topic for this series, and looking up at the blue sky, wondering why it doesn't feel significantly warmer. Welcome to Walk the Pod. So, you know, this uh, Tooting Gardens Park has a little play park in it, a playground, and often there's no kids in it. It's just people on their lunch break, uh, grown-ups from their lunch break, on um, just having a cigarette on the benches and so on. Well, today it is full of tots. I can see more... I mean, you could, you could throw a stick and hit tots in the, play, in the playground should you wish to do so wouldn't recommend that obviously um, uh, yeah no, don't throw sticks at small children but there are you know there are like 12 of them in there it's insane potties absolutely insane there's some building work happening over here you can hear some uh, drills and stuff going off uh, over yonder and um, and I'm wondering dear potties how the devil you are. Hope you're having a nice day. Hope you are in some way enjoying your week, whether that's because work is inspiring you or because you are having a fun time uh, in your actual life. Hope you're having a nice one. I am feeling a bit bit odd today, actually. I've been procrastinating about some work for ages and I just did it today. And I was like, oh, don't feel don't feel full of anxiety anymore that'll be why then because I actually did my work and I read a thing about procrastination the other day and the thing about procrastination suggested starting each task in exactly the same way which is interesting so this has got a strong resonance with the getting things done method by David Allen that I spoke about last week because that says start a task by writing down what you're going to do, what step you're going to take to start it, how you're going to feel and how it will feel, what it will look like when you finished it. Uh, and if you do that at the beginning of every single task, it is supposed to make the task easier to start. I'm not sure. I think maybe just starting is the best way to make the task start, but uh, <laughs> that's easier said than done. I also think it's got to do with what we were discussing in series 26, which is, of course, trust, which is simply to trust that procrastination stops you from doing something until the point at which you need to start doing it, and then you will start. Trusting my brain that I will start when the time is right. Now, it might not be the time that other people want me to start, (laughs) but hey, um, I guess we learn as we go along whether we need to start earlier than we did before. 
something extraordinarily odd has just happened, although I have worked out what has happened. The extraordinarily odd thing that has happened, dear poddies, is that there was somebody exercising in the play space, like a tiny tot was exercising, like doing little mini push-ups and stuff. And I just walked uh, halfway around the park and on my second lap, in the same place, a grown-up was doing push-ups in exactly the same place. Now either some magic has happened and that tot has aged by 30 years, or maybe the whole world has gone forward 30 years. Oh God, hadn't thought of that. What if I went round the park in such a way that I completed a spell and everything has jumped forward 30 years and that's why that person is 30 years older than they were when I walked around the first time. Is that possible? Could that have happened? What day is it? What year is it, Poddies? Why am I still holding this old-fashioned iPhone? (laughs) Why hasn't everything changed in a way that makes it better? Um, Okay, that was just a... That was just a complete random tangent aside. Let's pay attention to what's directly in front of me for crying out loud. I can see some beautiful mature trees. I can hear a lovely bird. I think it might be, well, it's twittering. What does that mean? What, is, what, what bird twitters bodies? Hmm? Might be a blackbird. I feel like blackbirds are the birds I like listening to the most and I like listening to this bird. So. Therefore, is it a blackbird? I can't see it. Oh, something exciting happened this morning. Uh, I opened the door of my flat, which opens up onto some grass outside my flat, and a cat came in. Now, admittedly, it didn't just come in. I beckoned it to come in, and so did the kids. (gasps) There's the bird. Oh, it isn't a blackbird. It's, um, is it a robin? I think it's a robin, Poddies. It is a robin. Holy smoke. Right, well, Sam tells me on good authority that a robin specifically is an intervention from the, um, from, from, from the the spirit realm or something. Um, (laughs) Sam, please correct me on that. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's It's an intervention. It's like a magical appearance in in this world from the other world so the robin means that um some message is potentially available to me the the veil is very thin right now between the spirit world and this world because a robin has poked through to say hello um that's what a robin means i don't know whether you knew that i'm just looking up into this into the into the tree to see if i can Yeah, it's definitely a robin. I can see it very clearly. So I really like listening to robins as well as blackbirds, it seems. Am I derailing myself? Oh, yes, because I was telling you about Jingles. So Jingles, the cat who lives near my house, came in today, walked around, had a bit of a sniff, jumped onto Child 2's bed, looked out of the window as if he owned the place and then effed off into the morning sunshine. So I don't know what happened there. I'm very excited about it though, because if I could own a cat, or indeed if I could just have a sort of visiting cat that just visited at breakfast time, just to see the kids, then went about its merry way for the rest of the day, and I didn't have to do anything to look after it, 
That would be excellent, wouldn't it? That would be like having a cat, except without having to have one. Um, Okay, so the robin is now sitting on a low branch, singing directly to me, as if to say, you need to pay more attention to what I'm trying to tell you. Or maybe it's not singing to me, maybe it's singing to another robin, because there there is a pair of robins that live in this park. Um, Which makes it a pretty magical park, I think. Anyway, Jingles came in and I want to know, is it okay for me to get cat snacks to give to Jingles when Jingles visits? Answers on a postcard, please. And if you would like a postcard from me, dear poddies, go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com and sign up to join the Walk the Pod Walking Club. It occurred to me that I need to give you a proper pitch for the Walk the Pod Walking Club. Um, I can't just ask you to join it without telling you what the mission statement of the Walking Club is. And so, here goes. Life need not be a drag, that's what I think. The way we live and work can be disempowering, dispiriting, downright depressing, but it doesn't have to be that way. I report on potential solutions to work-life challenges, and in doing so, aim to boost your well-being and show that everyone's actions can make a difference. We start with a daily walk at lunchtime for just 10 minutes of leg stretching and paying attention to what's directly in front of us. And if you believe in what I'm doing and want to amplify it, please back me with a monthly contribution by becoming a Walk the Pod lunchtime legend. RachelWheelieIsFunny.com What do you think? That's my pitch. That's my official pitch to you. Please join. And at the moment, this series, I'm sending everyone who joins a Don't Be a Dick enamel pin which is pink with a gold ribbon around it and don't be a dick written on it. And the kids think that this is very odd that I have such a thing in my house. Um, but that's what I'm offering this, this series. So, so get involved because there will not be a pin next series if you want to join. If you're thinking of joining and you haven't joined yet, do it now. Um, thank you. And then I will be sending postcards to everybody in the walking club why not make my life more difficult why would i why would i only have to write 13 postcards when i could write 15 postcards that's my next milestone for the walk the pod walking club if all of that is too complicated you can press a button in the show notes of this episode and you can simply sign up to subscribe to the podcast via spotify so that's easier but you won't get a postcard if you do that okay so It's up to you. Thank you for walking with me, dear poddies. I feel like I'm in a slightly odd mood today, so I apologise. Do I apologise? No, I don't apologise. It's fine. It's good, isn't it? To be in a slightly weird mood. Uh, Why should I be in the same mood every day? That would be... That would be tedious. I mean, it would be more predictable and more consistent, but it would be tedious for me. So I prefer to be in a slightly different mood sometimes. And the mood I'm in today appears to be both a little bit silly and also insisting that you join my walking club in a way which is intense and weird. Please join the walking club, rachelwheelieisfunny.com. I love you very much. Please look after your beautiful mind, yourselves and each other until I can get back to you tomorrow with our second Fry Yay episode, episode 10 of series 27 
in which I will be telling you more things about the four-day week. Did I tell you anything about the four-day week at all today? No. Hang on, let me tell you something before I go. Okay, four-day week facts. Fact fans. Um... Yeah, here we go. Right, here's the environmental impact of a four-day week. Less commuting, potential reduction of the UK's carbon footprint by as much as 127 million tonnes, according to environmental organisation Platform London and the four-day week campaign. There you go. I promised you four-day week facts, and I've just snuck them in at the last possible moment. Uh, I'm going to say again, I love you very much. Please take care of your beautiful mind, yourselves and each other and I'll be back with episode 10 tomorrow.